0: You got something to say? Speaking in the microphone. <laughs> Come on, Jabba Joe. Well, well, some people were dropped on their head as a child. You were thrown
1: straight at the fucking wall. Watch the f bombs. Weren't we yelled at for that?
0: I was. I was. I wasn't yelled
1: at. You were. Uh no. I I was told about it secondhand. And I know who you are.
0: Sorry. No Did- more. No more f bombs. You gonna bleep that one out?
1: No. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. What so, WrestleMania was that? That was WrestleMania 10. So what we're going to do to start the show is we're going to do uh, a watch along from one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time from WrestleMania 10. The, it's the opening match on the card. Bret the Hitman Hart versus the Rocket Owen Hart. So while Bill's getting things set up, we'll uh, I'll give you a little. Backstory leading into the match. Uh this is when Owen had turned heel on his family and became the Black Heart and later the King of Hearts. Um he was tired of living in Brett's shadow, so forth and so on. Uh story as old as time, really. You know, the younger brother wants to go out and strike out on his own and do his thing. There's only so much time I can kill here, Bill.
0: I'm up and ready, man. I'm just I'm just like going through getting the time right. Oh, okay. It. You can no, you can kill plenty of time. Yeah, I can talk about how he was the nugget or the rocket. Well, the nugget, <laughs> the nugget
1: was later. The nugget was yeah, later.
0: right now. I'm just kind of fast forwarding. Well, not fast forwarding. I'm just kind of, okay, there we go. We're up. Okay. We're pretty much as good as we're going to get.
1: Okay. Um, right. Move, move
0: the shitty laptop.
1: So where we're at is nine minutes and 50 seconds into the program. At WrestleMania 10. So go on to Peacock if you have Peacock. If not, try to find it for through other nefarious means. And we're going to give you a countdown from five. And when I say go, that's when we're going to start watching this uh, match. Once again. No, no,
0: wait, wait. Are you going to go on like one go or is like two
1: one go two one go? Go at the end of the uh. word. Go. Okay.
0: All right. So at the end of the word, go.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you're uh, <laughs> you're, you're going to confuse people.
0: I'm not confusing. I'm, I'm trying not to be confused by you because I'm going to hit the button and then you're going to yell at me for hitting the
1: button too soon. Oh, shut up. All right. Here we go. Once again, WrestleMania 10, nine minutes, 50 seconds in, in five, four, three, two, one, Go. Nice wide shot of Madison Square Garden. Yep. It was kind of fitting that it being the 10th anniversary of WrestleMania, where you were back to where it all began at, Madison Square Garden.
0: Yeah, they did a nice pre-package before it, like, you know, stating the years before that. And
1: yes, they did. The, nice. The, the legends. Nice little lead up. And uh, I think this is Owen's classic, like, nugget music. I don't remember. Wait, do we have volume? Who is that ring announcer? I can't remember his name.
0: Oh, I think, but hold on, The vo, yeah, the volume's not. The, the volume's
1: going to be tied to the HDMI. Yeah, so I'm going to have to put that. Well, just pull the HDMI you No, know
0: I am, I don't want to be too loud when I do.
1: Uh, turn it back up so we can hear. All right. There we go. Yep, that is, yep. Uh, that is, is his classic, like, nugget, rocket. Owen Hart yeah, music they
0: kept calling with the rocket all during the match and I loved it
1: yes you know? here he comes he's got the classic Bret Hart shades mm-hmm. on putting a bad mouth on his brother
0: yeah but that's that that was I mean to bring out the shades on that you know because uh Brett was always giving them to the children yes you know for those for the longest time I you know the Hart Foundation were like the heels and somewhere it turned
1: uh they well that's when they turned on yeah. J- on, on Jimmy Hart
0: Ye- yelling, at the- yelling at the kids. That's right. Tell them.
1: That's right. Such a great athlete yep. Owen was.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, take take- a- give them glasses to a... Nope. Let's just tear them in half. Take that, Brett. Yep. And not even in half. He he shared a couple pieces.
1: That's right. This is what I think of you, big brother.
0: Yep. That. No, why he kissed that. But they...
1: <laughs> you know, Brett told... Uh, Talks about, uh, he's talked about how hard it was during this time for him and Owen, you know, being real life brothers Mm -hmm. and not being able to travel together and not being able Mm -hmm. to be seen in public because kayfabe was still kind of a thing. Yeah. And here he comes. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Brett the Hitman Hart. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's
0: he's all right. I... He's been so back and forth. Every time I see an interview with him, when I see him sitting next to Shawn Michaels and they're doing like just talking back and forth like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Well, they've, you know, they've
1: buried the hatchet.
0: I know. But sometimes, I mean, some of the shit that, you know, that went down at that era.
1: He's well, Brett is if you watch certain interviews with Brett Mm -hmm. and uh, read some of the stuff he posts, he posts online, he is still quite bitter and angry at the wrestling industry.
0: Mm hmm. Well, he was always mad at the click. Oh, yeah. Because Shawn Michaels came in and said, I'm going to do this program with Diesel. I'm going to do this program with Razor. I'm going to do this program with the kid. And then it was like, well, you're just going to you know, push all your friends.
1: Yep. Now, how old would that kid be right now? Well, you figure this is 22 years ago. All right. Or no, 27 years ago. Yeah. It's 27 years ago. So that kid's probably in his early 30s, yeah. early to mid 30s now. <laughs> and here we go. We got referee Earl Hebner, who yep. was famously the referee of the Montreal screw, screw job,
0: and is and I love how he had a twin brother Dave Hebner, and they actually got to have him in storylines.
1: Yeah, the fake Hebner. Yep, he had plastic surgery. <laughs> that was when uh, the 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 infamous oh. Hulk Hogan and Andre match.
0: Yep, I love it. Owen's pacing like a caged animal. He's
1: he's ready. He wants to do this. C- can you imagine? what the you know the the planning that went into this match i you know what honestly come to think of it i don't think there was a whole lot of planning owen and brett were both such pros and raised Mm -hmm. in the business that this was probably all called in the ring maybe they had i mean i'm sure they had certain spots planned out yeah and like the finish was planned out but oh nice fireman's carry takeover
0: I'm yeah. I'm picturing this is the kind a of
1: headlock, head scissors. Yeah,
0: this is the kind of match that probably they got together at the dinner table with Stu and the rest of the family, and we're would actually just talk about yeah what we're gonna do, what we're gonna try cause it, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they worked out some spots. Hey, let's try to get this in. Let's get this in. But I think a lot of the nuts yep. and bolts of the match was oh. called on the fly. Nice takedown by yep. Brett. Good high ride. Mm-hmm. Owen trying to sit out. Nope, makes it to the ropes. That's yeah, going to Owen's the
0: Owen's being very overly aggressive and Brett's being very conservative.
1: Yes. he's, he's like I I don't want to hurt you. Well, Brett, I mean Brett's the baby face and yep. Owen's the heel. And I always loved Owen Hart as a heel. I don't know about you.
0: You know what? I was I liked Owen a little bit as a both, especially when he won his Slammies. Yes. Or, you know, yeah, he just takes him down harder than that. Yep. Yeah, he won his slammys, and he was like, you know, yelling. I do think he was a weird fit with the nation.
1: He was a, he was a weird fit with the nation.
0: You know, that was that was kind of like okay, that but that made as much sense as like as I think it was with Crush was in Nation.
1: Yeah, I think Crush. No, no, Crush was. I, uh, I know I was. He uh, was DOA.
0: I'm trying to think. There was someone that was in Nation. It was one of that eras.
1: I don't know. I and mean, then Owen with the slap to the face there a few yep. seconds ago. And then backing out. It was an open hand slap, Hebner. What are yeah, you talking yeah, come about? On,
0: come on, Hebner. That was that was totally legal.
1: Totally legit. That's right. Another collar and elbow tie up. Owen goes duck, ducks behind with a hammer lock. And Brett with a nice switch. Ooh, nice drop yep. to a hold by Owen Hart see, into the headlock. This is
0: the kind of great stuff you don't see in wrestling much anymore. No, chain
1: wrestling. Chain wrestling and actually just doing more than three moves. Yep. And actual, you know, scientific wrestling. Yeah. Everything's punch, kick, high spot, punch, kick. Signature move. Signature move. High spot, high spot. Yeah. And now we're to the point now where they're kicking out of finishers.
0: Yeah. It's like nothing is sacred anymore. Well, I mean, the
1: DDT used to be a finisher.
0: Oh. Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. He didn't pull the hair. <laughs> what are you? Are,
1: are you blind? <laughs> How did you not see the hair pull? Speaking of who...
0: Yeah, who are the who are the announcers in this match?
1: It's uh, McMahon and Lawler. Okay, Vince, uh, Vince Lawler. McMahon, Jerry Lawler on commentary. Okay, so
0: so I know that I remember as I was watching this, and I know that uh, Stu and Ellen were were getting. Uh, Jerry, I I don't know if Jerry truly hates them,
1: no, or, or he's just, no, he adored Stu and I Helen guess. Hart. He adored Stu and Helen Hart, and he you know him and Brett were actually very good friends. I know. There's just, there's just a lot of
0: he just goes after the parents a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, that's because he knew Stu could take it. Hey, that son of a bitch Lawler. He's uh, talking all kinds of shit there, Brett.
0: Yeah, Yeah, just some beautiful technical wrestling. Doesn't, you know, that's why I love. There's no people outside the ring. No distractions. Nope. There's one-on-one. Yep. We didn't
1: have to involve chairs. We didn't have to involve ladders. Uh, A little little bit of a... uh, You're talking about ladders. This is the... Card with one of the best ladder matches of all time. See, so, yeah, and when I was looking up, now that was that was a nasty one. His, his legs hit the ropes. Yeah, that was that was a that was yeah. a little
0: bit stiff on that bump. Yeah, but I mean, I was uh, when I was looking up matches. Um, there's just too many in WrestleMania's to to even come up with your best matches. So I really kind of like was looking at the at the best top ten lists. Yeah, and I found that man Shawn Michaels is on a lot of lists. Well, Shawn's now,
1: had some great
0: Mania yeah, matches. Now I am. At the time, I was a big Shawn Michaels fan, but I swear the more and more I hear about the, the stuff that he pulled, uh-huh. I've, I've become less and less of a fan of his, and I, his matches are somewhat tainted.
1: Yeah, a little bit. By, a little bit. By
0: the, the garbage. Oh, you know, Brett
1: with a slap to yeah. the face.
0: You, you, you can, can't just have a nice...
1: Oh, oh no. no. Your
0: internet connection went... No,
1: it's not my internet connection. It says right there. Hang on, we have technical difficulties. I remember this during the
0: flare match. There we are, and it just resumes it.
1: Yeah, and, well, resume,
0: resume. It,
1: it. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Hold I, on, guy, gang. Now you, you went way too far.
0: I don't even know where I was at. I don't even know where I was at.
1: All right. He just went out of the ring Alright, right now we're at uh, What's the timestamp stamp on it? Seventeen sixteen. Okay, seventeen sixteen. I think we were further than this Because the. Uh... Hang on
0: Yeah, there's the Okay Yeah, it
1: was a little sore Alright Well, it's not like we're really kind of <laughs> Yeah I mean, they can back up Yeah, we can back up Right now, we're at, uh, check that timestamp again. 17.43. We're at about 17 minutes, 43 seconds, like Bill said. Yeah. All right. Brett bringing Owen back into the ring, throws him in the hard way.
0: Actually, it could have been Peacock, if anything, because I know it's been a little bit spotty.
1: Mine's been flaky.
0: Yeah. it's It's not been the best, and it's kind of irritating as you're trying to watch stuff. And as I was saying, I was like, just, there are so many Shawn Michaels matches. Yeah. And. In doing prep for this, I just started watching match after match after match. And, oh, there were so many, so many great ones that were out there. I mean, I I forgot how good some of these WrestleManias were.
1: Right. Nice top wrist lock by Brett. Mm -hmm. Owen's in a world of trouble.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's what happens when you're in there with the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Owen, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I ate a, a handful of hair.
0: No, no, did not have full
1: hair. Uh, Brett goes for the crucifix. Yep. One, two, and no. Yep. Owens there, there's out. a move you don't even see anymore. But the crucifix? Yeah. No, you don't really see that too often. Uh. Brett, right back to the arm bar, seems like he's taking a page out of the Anderson family book and working that arm.
0: I think he, he seems like he's just trying to, to to calm the kid down.
1: Slow down, kid. Slow down. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> you, know how, you notice how we're, we're cutting back and forth between kayfabe commentary and... Like yeah, reality. Yeah. Owen drops down. Brett's over. Uh, nice leapfrog by Owen. Oh, nice leg lariat by Owen.
0: I mean that, and the crowd should just be so much more into this. Yeah, I mean, there, no, and yeah, that's a fast count, Hebner. Come on, let him go. Yeah, let well, him go, Hebner.
1: Hey, that looked like a fair count to me, Bill. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Owen put was putting the boots to Brett pretty good there. Now Owen's back out. What's he going to do? He's just
0: going to put he's just going to put him in the ring. He's just going to put him in the ring. And they're just like I said, oh, he, the ba- he went into the ring.
1: Oh, the backbreaker into the <laughs> ring post. Yep. And then dropped him like a sack of potatoes right on the floor. And those are just thin mats, Bill. That you know that has to hurt.
0: Oh, well, yeah, what I see even now when you see some of the, well, there were some spots that I was watching guys doing flips off the off the top, outside, there was... Like, my God. Yeah. Kayantai. Yeah. I think it was one that I was watching. Takamikanochu Michinoku. Which versus... Um, Agu- Agula, Aguilar. Aguilar. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Those guys were flying outside the ring on, on thin mats.
1: You ever notice how hard Brett always hit the turnbuckles? Oh, yeah. Brett attacked the turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Camel there Clutch. Is. Yep. Shades of shaky, baby. That's my move. That's my move. He's going to break his back
0: and make him humble. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, the, the hearts are submission experts.
1: Oh, yeah. So, well, I mean, Stu Hart is was notorious for, like, legitimately hooking oh, and yeah. hurting guys. But that's what they
0: did then in the dungeon. Oh, yeah. They just, you know, they would get you and just, hey. okay, see how much, how much pain you can get in.
1: Suck it up. Be a man. Oh, nice belly to belly suplex! One, two, and no slow count. It was was a slow count. That was a perfectly acceptable count. I don't know what you're talking about. Earl Hebner is one of the best referees in wrestling.
0: No, no that that title goes to
1: Danny Davis. Danny Davis. (laughs) Danny Davis. Nice crossbody by Owen. Oh, Brett Rose through one, two. He's got him. No, he's out.
0: I said I've been watching a lot of WrestleManias, and I'm looking at Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda, <laughs>
1: Chioda's a good ref. Kyoto's <sighs> a good ref. Who is the NWO ref? I'm blanking that was on his Nick name. Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick. That was Nick him. Patrick was the NWO ref. Yep. But I, I still say the best referee yeah. of all time is Tommy Young. The old he was an old NWA referee. Okay. Tommy Young, I think, was the best ref of all time. He threw himself into his job so hard, he actually screwed his neck up to the point where he couldn't ref anymore oh. in a match. Oh, oh. Brett. Uh, Owen couldn't hold him. Owen's out Brett. at two. Brett dump, dumps Brett out to the... No,
0: he didn't. He rolled out on his own. He's, he's scared. You can tell. He's frightened. Oh, give me a break. Brett Hart <laughs> isn't afraid of anyone. Yes.
1: He's, he's scared of his little brother right now, you can see. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes. Oh, Owen's going to bring Say- him in the hard way. Oh, right up and over to the top. Nice standing, nice standing switch. Oh, beautiful high angle German suplex. Yeah, I see two. How can you say that was two? That was two. (laughs) That was two and three quarters. Right. Leg dropped at the back of the neck by Owen. One, two, and and no. Mm. What's it going to take to put the Hitman away, Bill?
0: Uh, What I would like to see is the Hitman taken out with a sharpshooter. That's poetic justice.
1: I, I don't think you can make <laughs> Bret Hart submit. I don't think there's a man alive other than <laughs> Stu Hart that can make him submit. One, two, and... Oh, Bret almost with a small package victory. Yeah,
0: that's a cheap victory. Handful of tights. You can't do that.
1: Oh, will you stop? <laughs> there was no handful of tights. <laughs> I want to know how you became the heel and I became the baby face. I honestly don't know how that ever worked out. Oh, uh, nice. Nice. Oh, Owen. There it right. is. Oh, don't watch, Austin. Uh, don't watch, uh, Austin. No. Oh. You see, now, that one Owen did properly. Yeah. The one with Austin when he heard, when Austin got hurt.
0: Yeah, well, wasn't Austin he flailing sat his out. legs?
1: No, no. Okay. I was. Owen sat out mm. instead of dropping to his knees like he did there. And Brett, uh, Brett rolls out of the way of the flying headbutt from Owen. Mm-hmm. Shades of the dynamite kid. <laughs> Come on, let's go, Hitman. Yeah, you can't let the you, you. I know you're. I know you love your little brother, but you got to win this. You got a big match tonight against Yokozuna at the end. Of oh, the, that's right. At the end it of the
0: was, night it was the uh, the two uh, the two title matches.
1: Yeah, and Brett. Ooh with a nice inverted back. Uh, nice yep. inverted. Uh, oh, nice vicious clothesline. Oh, that was after the inverted atomic drop.
0: There's so many other people's finishers. Yeah. They just are now
1: normal moves at this point in time. Yeah. Oh, see that? Went downstairs. Side Russian leg sweep. One, uh, two, and no. Nope. Oh, one's out again. Nope. Going to take a lot more than that. If you'll notice, Mr. Salt, <laughs> Dave Hebner or Earl Hebner's counts have been exactly spot on and consistent throughout this match.
0: All right, I'm just I am just saying maybe maybe, maybe like oh, bread
1: off the top with a forearm. Oh. Yeah. See? see, consistent counts. Yeah. Consistent. No, counts.
0: It was yeah. Now look at him getting his face. That, you dis- disqualify him. She disqualify him right there. You well, don't get in arrest face. Oh, go will you stop?
1: He left Owen get away <laughs> with it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Nice use yes. a gurry. Oh. Owen was one of the first guys to widely use the ends of Geary, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's th- not a small guy. He's not a cruiserweight-sized fella. Oh, he there goes for the sharpshooter and no, yeah. Brett reverses it. No. nope. Oh, and Owen reverses out of the sharpshooter. Yep. What a nice sequence. These guys are both they've they've both left it all in the ring, Bill. Yep. And now and now Brett's not not fooling around anymore. Now now he's not one two nice yep. roll up.
0: Brett's not, Brett's about ready to take, okay, take a rest, don't no take a rest. It's timeout time. Just take a timeout. You know, you, know, you got nothing to prove. There are no timeouts oh, in oh.
1: pro wrestling. Beautiful crossbody yeah. over the top. Yeah.
0: Now. Oh, like, Brett's hurt his knee. That's weird. I mean, when you when you see the f- future world champions, like Shawn Michaels, The Rock, and all those guys doing those high moves. Yes. And it's amazing that it's like,
1: well, once they get to a certain level, we don't do that anymore. Leave him a feet, brother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, Austin, after after his neck injury, Austin changed the way oh, he, he worked. He, to, had to, he had to. He had to. You know? He couldn't be the bump machine that he was. Uh, Brett's limping in. Oh, Owen goes right to the knee. That's a low down, dirty no, cheap trick. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. You oh, gotta, he kicks the knee out from underneath that, him.
0: You got to You got to work the weaknesses. Work the weaknesses. That's what Stu would
1: do. That's his brother. No, <laughs> yeah, was his brother? Oh, that had a hurt. That didn't feel good. Stands on one ankle, drops back with yep, the other. I'm to bet. I'm
0: willing to bet Brett used to get the top bunk all the time.
1: Well, actually for the for the longest time, Owen um in uh, when Owen was young, he slept in the room with the girls with his sisters. See? But then the little bastard would go and stooge off his sisters to his brothers.
0: So yeah, see, so Brett had this is a long time coming.
1: I don't know about that. You know. Brett all Brett ever did was look out for Owen. When
0: they when they would get their complimentary bucket of poutine, you know, you know, poor was
1: probably the last one to get any.
0: Oh, there know. was always Ed. plenty of poutine to go around. And
1: right, so what do you? Oh, Indian Deathlock. You don't yep. see this often.
0: You don't see this anymore. No. There. Let's see. Watch him
1: tap. He's gonna tap. He's tapping. I he's, don't think tapping out was even a thing yet.
0: Oh, it had. Yeah, there he tapped.
1: That's not a tap. Wait. He's just trying to get out of it. Yeah, see, watch, watch, watch his hand. That was Hebner's hand. He's gonna
0: tap. He's gonna tap.
1: He's not gonna tap. Owen's <laughs> still working this Indian death lock. But his oh, he's he's released it. Yeah, And a drop. Ooh, double knees right on the injured knee of Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Owen is vicious. He's an opportunist. He's not vicious. He's vicious. There's no call to do this to your own brother, especially yeah. when he has an opportunity to win the World Wrestling Federation championship later tonight. There it oh, is. Oh, dragon screw leg whip. Yep. There
0: it is. There. He's and just
1: snapped he, that hamstring. He's helping him stretch his leg out. <laughs> there uh, it is. Oh, come on. Oh, oh, lock it in. The, lock it in. Oh, uh, Ric Flair somewhere going. Woo. Yep. There it is. The he figure got it. Four, he's got him right in the center of the ring. This has got to be it. Brett's yep. got to. He's got it. Got to give it up. Look at the anguish on the face of Bret Hart. Yep. There it is. Yep. Why is Hebner not counting? His shoulders are down. Yep.
0: Exactly, he's down for a five count. See, the, the count should be cumulative. He's already out for a two. He goes down in the same move. A three count should be next.
1: That's only fair. know uh, uh, oh, that is not how the rules of wrestling work. Wait, I went from from heel back to baby babyface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brett looks like Brett's going to turn it over and reverse the. Oh, yep. oh, oh, smart move. Owen rolls oh, with it. Come on, but Bret Hart over to the ropes. Taking advantage yeah. of where he's at, knowing ring positioning—that's mm. the—that's the sign of a good ring general.
0: Now look what he did—he hurt his poor brother's legs. What's 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 wrong with Bret Hart for doing that?
1: He's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, puts the puts the leg up on the that's second rope, and he's kicking away at yep. that hamstring. Brett's left leg has got to be hamburger by now. What are we gonna get There's, here? Oh, oh. an end from Brett. Desperation move. I don't know if it's a desperation move or it's a that just a good veteran move on Brett's part. A good veteran move would just be to tap
0: out and walk out with, with a shred of dignity left.
1: With a shred of dignity. <laughs> this is Brett <laughs> the Hitman Hart we're talking about. Oh, what a headbutt. Ugh. Down goes Owen. All right. No, I, whip into the corner. I cor- wish wh- whip oh. into the corner. Oh my god. That that's a heart staple. Taking that chest first turnbuckle bump. Yep. Oh, Oh, he dropped the leg, but he hurt his knee. One, two, that's got to be it. No, Owen comes out again. Leg drops only work for one champion, brother. <laughs> yes. Somebody's
0: going to have to have a talk in the locker room. Was he gone by this time?
1: Yeah, I think Hogan was gone by this time. All right, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he Hogan would, ref, left. Yeah, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be in the main 89. event. <laughs> yep, that doesn't work for me, brother. And after the bulldog, Brett floats over to the pin. One, two. No, he should have hooked the leg. If he would have hooked the leg, he would have beat him right there. Well, Hart's uh,
0: you're more into submission moves. He doesn't know about hooking legs. And- well,
1: the, the whole thing is Brett and Owen are both exhausted. They've left it all in the ring. Oh, what a pile driver. What a pile driver. Float over, Brett. This is your chance. This is your chance. Nope. One. Nope. Two. He- it's over. No, oh, he's oh. out.
0: Nope. The master of the pile driver, Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, God. That left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but Lawler
1: did have a great pile driver, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, what's Brett setting up for? You got a super, oh, come on. Superplex
0: coming? No, he's got to get it in the ring, man. Get it in the ring. That's just unfair right there. Oh,
1: all the way to the top. All the way to nope, the top. That's unfair. Oh, oh, what a vicious superplex. Both men are oh. down. Hebner starts the 10 count. Who's going to make it to their feet first? Oh, Brett floats over one, two, is it? Nope. No, Owen comes out again. What is it going to take to put down Owen Hart?
0: I'm telling you, Brett doesn't have it in him. He just does submission moves. Oh. When it comes to actual wrestling, he doesn't
1: have it. Oh, will you stop? (laughs) He's one of the greatest technicians to ever lace up a pair of boots. Mm. There's very few men that could match the technical acumen of Brett the Hitman Hart. And, but the one person that can is in that ring right now. Look, handful of hair. Another handful of hair. I, he's not pulling the hair. The hand's on the back of the head. It's perfectly legal. Oh, sleeper hold. Oh, no. Oh. oh yep. Break, oh, break the hold. That was a the low hole. blow. Where was a low blow? That was a low blow. Where? Did you not see Owen no. kick him in the, I was kick watch, him low? No, I was watching Hebner to break the count. That was a low blow. I... It, the match should be over. It should be a disqualification. No, not oh. for that. Oh, and back for the sharpshooter. That's oh. it. Oh, right there. Watch his hand. Watch his hand. He's got the sharpshooter in the middle of he's the ring. He's gonna tap. He's gonna tap there. Brett, Brett will pass out before he, ta- he tap- before he he submits. No, he's he's getting ready to tap. There it is. Watch his hand. Come on, Hebner. Can Brett make Brett, it? To there the... it is. There it is. Right there. That's a tap. That's a tap. Right there. Tapping out wasn't that, a thing yet. That was a tap. Tapping, he, tapping out was this a thing match yet. is already over.
0: Brett lost with the sharpshooter, and Hebner wouldn't refuse to
1: call it. That is what you call. That's a screw job. That's the screw job right there. <laughs> yeah, nobody, but nobody was tapping out yet though. At this point, that, there was a tap. There was a tap. <laughs> I'll break kayfabe. I, I'm, I won't disagree. I won't disagree. Yeah, that uh, that was a tap. And nowadays, that would have been you oh, know. Yeah. Called a tap. Oh, boot to the face. Brett's going up to the top. What's there, he going to do? What's he going to do? Oh, Owen brings him out. Yep. What's it? Oh, Owen sits down. One, two, three. Yep. Owen Hart. Owen, rightfully so, wins. Owen Hart has just pinned his brother Brett the Hitman Hart.
0: Yep, clean pin. No, no shenanigans happened. No outside interference. No foreign objects.
1: No, you know. What a fantastic match.
0: It was a clean match and he got it. He knows he
1: got it. What a great match.
0: Unfortunately, Brett even knows, oh well, I just happen to have a championship match later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh well. And Owen just goes over, "I beat you, Brett." Yep. What a what an excellent now, match. Now we
0: know who the superior heart is. Stu. No.
1: It was Owen. It was always Owen. Oh man, I tell you what, that was that was a, a, one of the, without a doubt, one of the best matches in WrestleMania history. Yes, Owen versus Brett. You've got two phenomenal technicians in there, guys that can go, could just flat out go, mm-hmm. and you know, Brett does the right thing here by doing the by doing the honors for Owen because. Mm-hmm. This really was the launching point for Owen Hart's singles career, and the number the number of moves
0: in this match. I mean, you don't see that in an Iron Man match.
1: No, I mean, it, I mean, it's just you know, it's it puts on a clinic. It was that was really a clinic. Yes. All right, we're gonna we're gonna shut this down now. That was our watch along oh. with uh, WrestleMania 10's match between Bret the Hitman Hart and the King of Hearts. The late, great Owen Hart. Yes, very enjoyable match. Yes, un, un undoubtedly an enjoyable match and one of the best ever in WrestleMania.
0: And in short and order, the internet is very right. That is one of the top 10 matches. If not, I'd say even top three
1: because I did a
0: lot of research into picking a match and every every week it was like I almost had another one I wanted to pick.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I... I Forgot about it last week. I actually wanted to start this last week so we could do two matches before WrestleMania, but WrestleMania is this Saturday and Sunday, so that that's our match. Okay, and I'm perfectly okay with that. You picked the hell of a you picked the hell of a match.
0: Yeah, I, I I wanted something that just was so it's it's iconic. Yeah, the venue. Yep, everything about it, and no one could sit there and say it was a terrible match. I mean, if
1: anybody does.
0: You're not a fan.
1: No, uh, or or you're Shawn Michaels. I I compl- <laughs> I think he I think Sean even liked the match. Probably. I mean, I that match was just so good. Yes. From I mean the storytelling, the execution, mm. the the build up, and at the end of the night when Brett wins the title, there's a shot of Owen standing there mm. in the entranceway, just kind of shaking his head. Mm-hmm. Like I beat you, brother. I, I think honestly, I think Owen got a
0: lot more respect in WWE than than Brett did. It seemed that way. Well, because I mean, they he, I mean, he had such better crews he worked with. He worked better matches, and and Brett was kind of like, well, you know, he was a fate, and then all of a sudden, it's like the, the Attitude Era kind of started. Yeah, and and Brett
1: was like, you know, he was trying to be a heel. But, but he couldn't be. It was one of those weird things because Brett was a heel in America and a babyface everywhere else. Yeah, you know, it, Brett was. I mean, go go back and watch the the Calgary Stampede pay per view mm-hmm. and watch the ovation that the Hart family gets. Of course, it's in their hometown. It's in yeah. Calgary. You know, they're going to be huge baby faces here. But they were baby faces all over the world except in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and. It was that was it was a great storyline and that was when everything came full circle and you had the reuniting of Brett and Owen. Yeah. You know? And you had the new Hart Foundation formed. It was you know, Bret Hart, uh Owen Hart, Jim Neidhart, Davy Boy Smith. It was it was it was a great time to be a wrestling fan, that's oh. for damn
0: sure. Oh yeah, it was it was such a such a great time. There was like it was like the heyday of everything was just going right. Yep. You know. And, you know, all of a sudden you had, you know, Kurgan and the Oddities and then what happened?
1: <laughs> well Well the the downfall The downfall truly was when WCW closed up. Well no because the downfall I, I, was the downfall was about a year before WCW... or yeah. really started in earnest when Vince Russo took the book for WCW. Yeah. It, and you know, Oh, the Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Yeah, Everything well, on, a pole match. on a pole match. He on
0: a pole matches.
1: And-, and you had, instead of, you know, a kick-ass group like the NWO, before the NWO got so diluted it was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, the NWO is the group that is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's Nash, Hall, Hogan, Sean Waltman. Mm-hmm. That's the NWO, okay? No disrespect to, K to to Conan or lots of disrespect to Virgil. Um, but no disrespect to guys like Scott Norton and the other ancillary members of the NWO. You don't belong in, and there's a reason there wasn't 65 of you inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, the
0: idea behind what they were doing was good, but I think that it it, it really started to wear thin. Yeah, and and and
1: become watered down. Yeah, because you gotta let you gotta let the WCW win a few. Yeah, that was the biggest problem. Um, that was the that was the biggest problem with the NWO. You've got three guys mm-hmm. with baseball bats in the ring holding off your entire locker room. Yeah, what message does that send?
0: Yeah, and then of course when you have Sting joining the NWO, yeah, that made absolutely no sense because you've been against them since the beginning, since you came back and crowified. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like,
1: oh, oh, I'm NWO now. Oh, but he wasn't NWO, he was Wolfpack. NWO. It's still NWO. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's th- that
0: was a silly split too.
1: But then you had the you know had the NWO, and then you have to have there was the Latino world order. Uh Jesus, what else did they have? And then later on you get groups like three count. Sugar Shane Helms. I love me some Shane Helms. The Hurricane. I love me some Hurricane. Uh, Yep. But Shane Helms, (laughs) Evan Courageous, and... uh, Billy Kidman? No, it wasn't Kidman. No. Uh, Shannon Moore. That's right, Shannon Moore. And Shannon Moore. And then you put a guy like Tank Abbott (laughs) with them. Come on, man. Do better. Well, they tried... One
0: thing I found, and you know what? I wish I would have done this when I saw Jerry Lawler wrestle. I really do at the time now i wouldn't do it so much but i after watching a lot of these matches around a certain time he really was constantly pushing brian christopher yeah although he he wasn't saying he was his son right you know but it, it was before too much yeah and when i saw him and al snow wrestle in panther valley
1: i really wish i would have yelled out brian christopher was better that would have been good <laughs> I uh, I always I always liked Brian Christopher. I always thought he was very good. Um, his, the the too cool. Yeah, too him, cool. That was it. him yeah. and him and Scotty too hoty. I thought they were a fun tag team. And then when you paired them up with Rikishi, yeah, that was just fun.
0: Well, I remember the Hardy Boys and and those everybody like debuted at the same time. Yeah, and at one point they were on Sunday Night Heat as just you know Matt and Jeff Hardy. And Brian Christopher and Scott, I can't remember his last name. Scott Taylor. I Scott think. Taylor. And then the next, you know, the next week they're on Raw as Too Much, the hip-hop group, and the Hardy Boys, which I guess would be the rave group. Kind of. Yeah. Well, because well, you had the headbangers with the head. I
1: mean, everybody was musical. They had yeah. all these musical
0: tag teams.
1: And, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, and Brian Christopher became Grandmaster Sex A. Yeah. And Scott Taylor became Scotty too hot. Yeah.
0: And you know what? Even though
1: I mean, they weren't bad.
0: They were no, fun, they were watched.
1: They were a fun tag team to watch. Yeah. You know, and tag team wrestling is an art form that's lost.
0: Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. I I I kind of there are a few decent tag teams that are out there. There's but, a few. But I subscribe to the notion, and I know a lot a lot of people do that. A tag team should always have a name.
1: I, I don't disagree. A name, a named the finisher. Thing. I don't disagree. You know, and and perfect example. FTR, they were the revival in WWE. Mm-hmm. They now were they now wrestle for AEW. Mm-hmm. They're known as FTR, and their finisher in WWE was called um, the Shatter Machine. Well, WWE owns the name Shatter Machine. Mm-hmm. So they go to AEW. They change it to, in, in honor of Jim Cornette, they change it to the Goodnight Express.
0: The Goodnight Express.
1: Awesome name. Awesome <laughs> name. Then, in honor of Brody Lee, whose memorial shirt I happen to be wearing right now, exalted in heaven, um, in honor of Brody Lee, when he passed away, they changed the name of the finisher from the from the Goodnight Express to the Big Rig because mm-hmm. that was one of John that was one of Brody Lee's nicknames.
0: Yeah, that's definitely. I always think that when they put these two people together, for whatever reason, and then they're both guilty. Every promotion is guilty
1: of it. Yeah, you just gotta have a name.
0: Yeah. Anything, pick something.
1: Yeah, I mean, back let's go back to the air to, to the heyday of tag team wrestling. You had the Midnight Express that had the Rocket Launcher, um, you know, and like five other different finishers that they would use from time to time. The Midnight Ex- uh, the Rock and Roll Express, okay? Mm-hmm. Did I say Rock and Roll or did I say Midnight you First? Said rock, you said Midnight First. Okay, so the Midnight had like the Rocket Launcher, the Double Goozle, and a bunch of other ones. The Rock and Roll Express, their, their tag team finisher had a lame name. It was the Double Drop Kick. Because that's exactly what it was. But it was a a legit tag team finisher. Yeah. You had the Road Warriors with the Doomsday Device. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what Demolition's finisher was called.
0: God, I couldn't tell
1: you. (laughs) I I, I don't remember. But um, then you had uh, the the Heart Foundation. Their finisher was the Heart Attack. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm completely in agreement. A good tag team should have... Or a legitimate tag team should have yeah. a team name and a finisher name. Yes, and there's very, very few examples of that in modern wrestling. The Young Bucks have a finishing move and a fin- with a name. The New Day has a finishing move with a name. FTR. Yeah. You know, but
0: and matching uniforms, matching yes, matching always gear. matching gear. That's that's the most important thing to me. I always said when Look- X Pac teamed up with Tank Kane.
1: Yes. Kane being the great big green machine would have been classic. Yeah. The big green machine. Yeah, because d I mean, yeah. did you have DX green? Yeah. You know, I I don't disagree. I the big green machine I think would have been pretty cool. Oh, speaking of which, you see Kane's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame this year? Oh, good. Yep. He he find, he really deserves it. He deserved it a long time ago. Oh, I uh, no doubt. And uh actually tomorrow night on Peacock is the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Okay. Like, this whole week is just WrestleMania week. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow night, you have the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and because of COVID, they didn't do the, in- the ceremony for 2020, so the class of 2020 and the class of 2021 are getting inducted. Okay. At, at the same time. Um, Wednesday is the first night of NXT TakeOver. Thursday night is another night of NXT TakeOver. I don't know what's going Friday, but Saturday and Sunday uh, WrestleMania is two days again this mm-hmm. year, and they're making Takeover two days this year for okay. NXT. the The NXT show is going to be off the charts good. Uh, there's so much stuff I'm looking forward to. Carrying uh, Cross versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be a barn burner, and that's going to be a hard hitting. Heavy handed match. That's gonna be brutal. Uh, then you're gonna have Tommaso Ciampa versus Walter. That's gonna be another, you know, just those guys are gonna beat the crap out of each other. But the one NXT match I'm looking forward to the most is it's like the final implosion of the undisputed era. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned lights out match. Lights out? Well, yeah, well, you know, anything goes match. Oh. Unsanctioned match. NXT has been, I'm doing the air quotes, held harmless for anything that these guys do to each other. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 one of those. It's a good old-fashioned grudge match is okay. what it is. And that is going to be great because you got two of the best guys in the world, uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, who have legitimately got twelve years of history together as friends, worked together countless times, you know, they know each other inside and out. They're gonna put on one hell of a show. Mm. And for my money, that's probably gonna be the match of the weekend.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't really watch NXT much. You should. I've just gotten back into the whole thing. I really have. It's like Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm starting almost new again. Trying to figure out who some of these people are. What's with the new day in the pancakes?
1: Oh, that's been a thing for a while. See, well, it, it started as a rib. I it started know. as a rib, and it's just grown. Like, to the point where when Kofi Kingston was the WWE champion, okay, he's the top guy in the company. He's coming out with pancakes stuffed between his abdomen and the belt. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, The Pancakes has been a thing for a while and uh Biggie throwing his jacket at Corey Graves every night.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know some of the gimmicks and stuff that's going on and try trying to figure some of that stuff out to someone who hasn't watched it in a long
1: time. Um let me see. Some of the some of the big names to watch right now for uh for a kind of a lapsed fan just getting back into it. Keep an eye on guys like Kevin Owens. Him and Sami Zayn are going to have a hell of a match.
0: Sami Zayn reminds me of like um, Steve Ross that um, it's Steve Canadian. Hofstadter. Yeah. Yeah. He looks he, he has and his, he's Canadian. He just has this look about him like, he, you know, just I want to see him beaten. Oh, yeah. It's like Sami Zayn has that look and idea about that. I And I loved what he was doing not too long ago protesting
1: outside the ring.
0: Yes. You know, there are parts I like, but it's like sometimes, man, I just want to see him lose.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, well, that, see, Sammy's a heat machine. However, I
0: I will say this, I'm not I'm not too big on Drew McIntyre. Drew, uh,
1: uh, of everyone in the pro wrestling business, Drew McIntyre was probably the worst casualty of COVID-19 as far as you know, like his career, mm. because he beat Brock Lesnar. He yeah, you know, he went over Brock Lesnar in 5 minutes at last year's WrestleMania in an empty fucking building.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not even saying, see I know it's probably sacrilegious to say this but when, when I am the fan that I like the promo package, I like the in-ring work, I like the whole thing. Yeah. And um, McIntyre and Reigns are
1: boring to me. <laughs> I kind of like. Lo- I I'm full disclosure. I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of, of his work. I think the guy is fantastic. He's got a great look. Yeah, he's got a great he's got great in ring ability. His promos are excellent. I think he. I really think he deserves better than becoming WWE champion in front of nobody.
0: Speaking of championships, this is something that's confused me for a while. The internet's no help. Uh Uh-huh. What titles are even out there, and what the hell is their order? Okay.
1: I can't figure that out to save my life. Each show, each WWE show... Right. ...has a primary title, uh, like a main event title, Uh a secondary title, a tag team title, and a women's title. Okay. On Raw, you have the WWE Championship. Right. Which is currently held by Bobby Lashley. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you have the United States Championship which is currently held by Riddle. Okay. The the Raw tag team champions are I think The New Day.
0: Could be or I, is it wait, was it Do, wait, I saw Dolph Ziggler.
1: On, so. That they're on SmackDown. Yeah, okay. Okay, I th- I'm pretty sure on on Raw it's The New Day. Mm-hmm. Probably. And if it, the, if it's not them, it was the guys from the, the Hurt Business. Then you have the women's tag. And you have the women's title which on Raw is currently held by Asuka. Uh-huh. Over on SmackDown, you have the Universal title, which is the top title, which is right now held by Roman Reigns. Okay. The Intercontinental title, which is held by Big E. The SmackDown tag titles, which are currently held by Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Mm-hmm. And the SmackDown women's champion is Sasha Banks. Okay. And then there's a floating, there's a women's tag championship that goes back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. They can wrestle on any brand yeah the women's tag titles and that's currently held by Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler right uh, down on NXT you have the NXT champion which is currently Finn Balor you have the NXT North American champion um who the who the hell is the North American champion right now mm-hmm. uh, i'm drawing a blank i i'm honestly drawing a blank anyway then the NXT tag championships which is uh, which I think has been held up, okay, due to injury. Mm-hmm. And then there's an NXT Women's Champion, which is Io Shirai, and there's now NXT Women's Tag Titles. Okay, hang on, that's going to bother me now.
0: It just it just got really confusing to me because I'm trying to figure out what type. Because I I'm from that era. You had the champion, then you had the IC champ, the European champ, the Hardcore champ. Yeah. And there's also the, there's also now a twenty four seven. Oh, champion, the twenty. I forgot about the twenty four seven. Which is just always K Quick. Yeah.
1: Oh. r Truth. K Quick. No, r Truth. He's K Quick for us, right?
0: I can't call him. R-truth. He's
1: Ron the Truth Killings. Yeah. All right. The current. I had to look it up. It was bothering me. Yeah. The NXT North American Champion is Johnny Gargano.
0: All right. Yeah. I just I get confused because it's like, oh, Lashley's the champion. Wait, I thought this guy. No, no, he's on champion on another show. It's like, oh my god. Yeah that it, it i understand there's a brand split and i get that but man it's just so confusing
1: it is there's i mean there's a lot of titles and then yeah i mean you go over to AEW AEW only has 3 titles yeah they have the they have the world championship the TNT title and the tag titles and oh and a women's title so they have four titles that's enough i think i swear they're just making these things up just so people buy the belts oh do you think <laughs> have you looked in my freaking yeah, living room like, but you know what I don't have I have one current title yeah I have one current title and that's the uh no two I have the I have the cruiserweight title and I have the uh nXT uk title I forgot about I, that there's nXT yeah. uk champion and NXT uk tag champions so i I miss some of the. I mean I just with the smoke and skull belt. Yeah. The rocks, the rocks belt, the Brahma the, bull belt, the, the, the goofy John Cena spinner belt. Oh God. You know, I have a, on my desk, I have a miniature rated R spinner because I'm a, I'm a big edge fan, I,
0: you know? And I remember when John Cena first got that belt, it was just weighted so poorly that it was always, it could have been the Miz's belt. Yeah. It was or always an, M. it was always an M.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and then Miz actually like wedged it to an M. <laughs> When, he, he when didn't
0: have to wedge it literally it always was like that.
1: Yeah. Well they, they had fixed it for yeah. Cena. They had fixed it for Cena, but yeah, Miz when he won the when he was the world champion, it was weighted, so I mean the M was I,
0: I actually do miss that part of the belt stuff where the champion gets a personalized belt.
1: Well, they kinda do that now, but it's just
0: side plates. I know, but it's like that big W on it. That's I, it. I, I don't mean, like those. I I, I I loved the, you know, because that gave it a little bit of gravitas as far as I would say, yeah. You know. And if you were taking somebody's belt, when Stone Cold threw the Rock's belt
1: over the bridge. Well, that was the IC title. But it was still the Rock's belt. Yeah, it was the Rock's Intercontinental. It was. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really the Rock's <laughs> Intercontinental <laughs> title. What they did was they got a uh, beat up old tag <laughs> yes. belt. From the warehouse up in Stanford. And that's what Austin threw. Because somebody actually went in the river and retrieved it. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, some fan went in the fucking river and retrieved it. They were probably in the river that night. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know. No doubt. But, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't like the new WWE titles. Because they all look the same. You know, the Mm -hmm. only ones that look different are the NXT belts. And I like the NXT belts. But even the NXT belts are kind of... Well, it's big NXT. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have belts anymore like the big gold belt. Mm -hmm. You know, the the old World Heavyweight title. Or even the Winged Eagle. Mm -hmm. You know, the Hogan era title. The Hogan era WWF title. The 10 pounds of gold. You know, you don't have belts like that anymore. I'm not a... I know that they changed the copper, the
0: copper pennies now. They're big, shiny nickels. Yeah. But
1: still. They're still ugly as they're, sin. Yeah. They that, that gl- glad like They're Farouk belts. Yeah. it's. I, I miss the old tag belts. I miss the old, like, uh, almost squarish tag belts with the filigree at the top.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, and I don't know who in the design team sometimes puts these things out. I don't you know, know, but they need a punch. Yeah. They just need... Can, can we do... I mean, independent shows have some of those beautiful belts out there. Oh yeah. You know, uh Header is always posting these things.
1: Yeah, and they're works of art when they're done right. Dude, when when Riddle first got in the business. Okay, when Riddle first broke in, we were at a party at Nick's house, right? Yeah. And at the time, Riddle had just won the the Monster Factory Pro Wrestling title. Mm-hmm. And he brought the Monster Factory belt with him. That thing's gorgeous. Mm. I love the Monster Factory belt up in my up in my case. L- take a look at the Ring of Honor belt. That thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ring of Honor is not an indie. but yeah. that thing is that's a work of art. Yeah. When they that's what they, that, the way they
0: should be. Yeah. You know, you I don't think you need to have the logo that
1: big on every on your belt because no. you know what you're watching. Yeah. I mean, look above uh, above. I think above my Ring of Honor title is the old Backland era mm-hmm. WWWF belt. Yeah. That thing's beautiful. You know? Though, I Sp- wish they would go back to belts like Speaking that. Speaking of Matt Riddle,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I had to ask, t- did you see his his famous flub? N- what, with the foot? With, with, no, with um, with Asuka. No. Oh, he did this. He was doing this little back promo, bro promo, uh-huh, promo. Uh, Bromo, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt. That that's mine. You can't have it. <laughs> but no, he's doing that, and he see. I think he forgot his line because he just completely like something like scooters. I, I hear they're big in Japan. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. He just just flitters off, and Oscar's just like, "What?" <laughs> to be fair, Matt
1: might have been high,
0: <laughs> but it was just I I I watch. Sometimes I watch the shows, and I like. Have the live feed going with people commenting on it? Yeah. And everybody was just like, we're live, dude. We're live, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, Riddle... But, he riddle- had
0: the, we're, but the best part is, screwing up a line, though, it's in character now. Yeah. It's
1: like... Well, hey, shit, he never broke character. <laughs> but then again, it's not a character. Yeah. That...
0: But- Get van get Van Dam back and put a program with him and Riddle together. Well well Van Dam
1: Van Dam's going in the Hall of Fame this year.
0: I saw where was Van Dam wrestling?
1: Just not too long ago. TNA? TN, yeah.
0: Oh God. I or, was embarrassed. Or impact or Yeah, I was embarrassed for the program that he they put him under.
1: Oh my god, impact is so it's almost unwatchable.
0: It it was just it was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. I mean, Van Dam deserved better than that.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, every, uh, half of the roster in Impact deserves better and then, than what but they're But then getting. you say that, it's like, you know, when you find out something. No, no, I was on board with that. Why? Well, that, that, I, they did an angle a while. They did an angle a couple of months ago. They did, you know, a wrestling wedding angle, right? Mm. Well, the fucking groom got shot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And poor Tommy Dreamer had to sell this. Oh my God! I felt bad for dreamer I really did uh, I felt bad for Tommy because Tommy deserves better
0: yeah it's yeah it's uh and they still i mean i i give i give props to like a lot of these wrestling shows to keep going with the way everything's been going yeah I you know and have to adapt and everything but sometimes i I still think the the writers. I don't know
1: if the writers are smoking it or it's like there's just somebody saying no, no, no. The I've, I've said it before. I will say it again. The biggest problem with WWE creative is one guy, and that's Bruce Prichard.
0: Because
1: mm. Bruce is only interested in popping one guy. Or actually two guys. He's introduced it in and popping himself and Vince. Mm. Well... They're multimillionaires, over so. Yeah, well, uh, I've had this argument with in with Chuck regarding music. Success doesn't equal quality. No. You know, and it. I hate to bring up Cornette because I know you don't listen to him. That's fine. Cornette has hit the nail on the head with this many times over. On the average. Monday night, there's about two and a half to three million people watching Raw, Mm -hmm. which is less than a third of what was watching wrestling during the Monday Night War, Mm -hmm. you know, and WWE has all the audience. The, The supposed Wednesday Night Wars between NXT and AEW, okay, that was supposed to be the next, you know, big wrestling war the average viewership for each show is under, million, is under a million people. Mm-hmm. You know, the average viewership's under a million people for each show. And I, I get it. A lot of people get their stuff, you know, watch it through streaming services. And Nielsen ratings aren't the most accurate thing on the best of days. But there are ways to... There are true metrics out there that they can gauge this. You know, and now... In a sense, with streaming services, you have faster access to who's watching what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I don't know, man. Um, I I think that when Vince dies, the first one fired is Bruce Pritchard. Maybe. Oh, I would bet on it. Stephanie hates him, and Triple H hates him.
0: Well, yeah. I I just, it's never going to get back to, like. I mean, I don't think it needs to even go back to like an attitude error type thing. No. Because there was great wrestling before that. And there's been great wrestling since. I mean, you look at the question mark. Rest in peace. Yes. I mean, that is is such it's so simple. Even his even his stuff is Josephus. Yeah, I mean it, and with um I I mean I Andy turned me on to NWA. Yeah. He said you gotta watch this. NWA power is good yeah, stuff. And there's some guys I like, some guys I don't like. But my God, the question mark! I was a fan. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, this is this is just great stuff. That's what I like to see. Yeah, you know, and um, ah, blanking on his freaking name. I love him too, Aaron Stevens. Aaron Stevens. I do
1: Aaron, <laughs> Aaron,
0: Aaron Stevens. I've always been a fan of his. Damian Sandow. Yep,
1: Sandow was such a great character. Was
0: was always like one of my. I just the I love the arrogance. The Arrogant Better Than You type character. Lanny Poffo didn't do it well. No, no, but Aaron Stevens Aaron did. Aaron Stevens, you know,
1: silent, I am talking, quiet. Right. You will be quiet. Yeah. I mean. He played that so well. Yes. Damian Sandow was such a great character. And then he mm. took it in a different direction when he was the Miz's understudy. Yes. When he was taking yeah. the phantom bumps when the Miz was getting beat up. Yes. That shit was great. That was gold.
0: Yep. And he went right along with it being like the Hollywood. Yep. And almost... And doing that Hollywood thing better than Andy Kaufman did it back in that day. I'm Hollywood. You don't talk to me. Yeah. You know. don't No eye contact. No eye contact. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And it's just... That is the type of
1: performer, entertainer. And they're not bad in the ring. See, then you know um, with with the way you're with the way you're talking you would absolutely love mjf yeah i've seen a little bit of his stuff you would love mjf yeah he is uh i mean he plays a prickish heel i'm better his his catchphrase is i'm better than you and you know it yeah. and he lives the gimmick it he never breaks character like at meet and greets um mm-hmm. at at uh at at a StarCast mm-hmm. a few years ago That was run in conjunction with a Ring of Honor pay-per-view He was charging like three times more than anybody else for an autograph Gives an autograph to a seven-year-old kid Or a, a seven-year-old kid asks him for an autograph There's a video of him out there flipping the kid off uh, Dude, he never breaks character He lives, you know, he still holds kayfabe Mm-hmm. Up, and the dude. The best part is the dude's only twenty four years old. He's twenty four. The best is ahead for him, and like he's programmed right now. His group, the Pinnacle, is programmed with Chris Jericho's group, uh, the Inner Circle. That's going to be good, and because the two the two top dogs in that are going to be MJF and Jericho, and Jericho can still get it done. He's had some bad you know some rough matches, but with the right dance partner, Jericho can still get it done
0: yeah, he's reinvented himself tons of times king of king of reinvention,
1: yeah, king of it, and every incarnation of Jer of the chris Jericho character he has made work, mm-hmm. whether it was you know the the man of a thousand and four holds in w c w you know the the just the chicken shit cruiser heel y two j then the best in the world at what i do everything jericho has done has been great yep i i'm a big mark for chris jericho yes he's very he's he's one of my he's one of my
0: favorite all-time wrestlers from, oh, yeah. from any promotion he's done a lot of great things and you know he's always fun to watch and be on the mic and he,
1: i i never know what version jericho is where sometimes he's a face sometimes he's a heel He's always he always straddles that line. Yeah. You know, he always straddles that line. But and he's one of the few guys I've ever I've ever seen pull it off well where he's played the chicken shit heel incredibly well, okay? And then he's played the smarmy, I'm better than you arrogant heel and done it incredibly well. Jericho mm-hmm. Jericho's a master.
0: Oh yeah yeah if he, if he
1: ever retires he got to you know just teach classes oh yeah oh yeah if AEW was smart um if if AEW was smart which at times i question if they are yeah. they would ha- they would have jericho you know they would have the younger guys sitting under jericho's learning tree at every opportunity and i know there's a few guys that do like mjf does mjf and chris jericho you know they they've worked together quite a bit, and they're pretty chummy backstage, from all accounts. And MJF is a sponge; he just wants to learn because he legit loves the business, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, big mark for MJF too, huge mark for MJF.
0: Yeah, that's. I I I would love to just be able to to just watch all the the wrestling when I can, you know. It's just. I know that now that I have the the network, it's oh, there's just so much out there. Yeah, and I and I hope they and I know there's some people out there that are upset that they censor things and take things off, but the way I look at it, there's so much content. I I a match or two here and there. I disagree. You now, with I I know that they I mean I under, I understand, but there's so much out there that i'm not even sure if i missed it or not. The only time i know that i'm missing it is when i hear, "Oh, if you watch this, you, they took this match out."
1: Yeah. I I I there are certain shows i would know something was missing. Mm. Okay. Now, i'm waiting for them to i'm waiting for them to just completely eviscerate the ECW catalog. Mm. You know, i'm waiting for that to happen.
0: Well, I think and I keep saying that I think that they it's it's where the money goes because they have metrics on what's being viewed and, you know, how many people are viewing it. And if something not get a lot of views, it's just going to get cut for space because they can promote something that will get viewed. Well, the space you know,
1: really isn't an issue. It is. Oh yeah, it definitely is. Data space is a big issue with all these places. For a place, for a place like NBC Universal, yeah, data space they is still, an issue.
0: They still have to pay for data space, and they have to pay for you know they have to pay for all that. It's not free. Just, I know it's not just because they're the biggest company out there. Don't mean it's free. I know it's
1: not free, but they can afford it.
0: yeah uh, that's that. But that's where the money come. They want to make afford gets one thing. Okay, they want to make the maximum amount of money that they can with what product they have.
1: I know they do, but you know, they the, want to because those those boats aren't going to buy themselves for the CEOs. They want to maximize Let's. profit. Now, I understand that. Yes. I understand how capitalism works. Yes. Okay. They want to maximize profit. But in my estimation, you could make more the, you know, that profit could be even better if you leave things up because you're driving away a certain segment of your audience by taking it away.
0: Oh, I agree. In, in, in my perfect world, like every videotape match, anything they own. And with a lot of these things that people, you know, oh God, I hate when it goes on this path, but this is a good point. And I think a lot of people will agree with me. You know what? Put the warning up. Tell me there's shit there that maybe is offensive or I don't want my kids to see or whatever. Put the warning up. Fine. I list, I look at it and I'll make my own decisions. I'm a hundred percent in agreement. And then let me watch it. That's why I'm not a. I don't care that the Muppets have a huge warning in front of them. Couldn't care less. Yeah. You know. But you know, I, I and, I'm, and I am, but I am also in agreement of them removing the episodes with, you know, the people that shouldn't be on TV anymore.
1: You know what I mean? Uh, it, There's, it's it's a thin line. There,
0: there is. I mean, I I know how you how strongly you feel about Benoit. Yeah.
1: You
0: know. However, he was such a big part of a lot of the storylines. It's hard to just paint around that.
1: Right. And I I don't paint around it. No, no, not you. No, I, I mean, know.
0: I mean, if they, if they just said one day, listen, we're going to get rid of every... And I understand. Believe me. They did what it he, at one point. But yeah. And that just puts a huge gap in like so many storylines.
1: Yeah. They, I mean, at one point, they scrubbed him from yeah. WWE history, you know, and... That's like you said, that is a that leaves a huge, mm-hmm. huge gap.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that um, he was. I think he was one of the one Rumble World Rumble participant that won from number one. Yeah. But when they do the stats, you don't hear that. No. Which, you know what? And like, What he did was. Rep- was it reprehensible or irreprehensible? Reprehensible. The really bad one. Reprehensible. Yes. And I and I. I is terrible but he also I know that he did when Eddie Guerrero died he did a moving tribute in that ring
1: yeah well, so that also goes away well Eddie Eddie was his best friend right and and like my thinking on the whole Benoit back catalog mm-hmm. leave the matches there if you must put a warning up stating that you know if you stating that this content may be objectionable due to performers and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to put up, fine. Leave the matches there. If I want to choose to watch them, I should be able to choose to watch them. Right. I just choose not to watch Chris Benoit matches yeah. anymore. Now, scrubbing him from your timeline, from your history books, and, like, you know, your, when they put out the WWE encyclopedias and the record books and all that stuff. Yeah. If you don't want to mention Chris Benoit in that, fine. I'm okay with that. If I if you never want to if you never put his name in print, if WWE never puts his name in print, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly okay with that. The part one of the one of the parts in the whole aftermath, okay, that really it doesn't upset me, but it, it saddens me, is because of what Chris did. His son, his oldest son, Daniel, who wanted to become a professional wrestler. Nobody will work with him. Mm. No one. No promotion will touch him because of his last name. His wife, Nancy, okay, woman. Mm -hmm. Woman was the prototype for the ringside valet. She was the first one first one on the na- on a national stage. Mm-hmm. You know, she started down in Florida with Kevin Sullivan. Then she got the gig in WCW or the NWA at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was on Superstation TBS. She was nationwide. She was the first one who was really nationwide. She even predates Elizabeth. Okay, trailblazer and really fucking good at what she did. Because of the tie to Chris Benoit Sadly, Nancy Toffolini, or Nancy Sullivan, whichever name you want to use, other than Benoit, will never be in the WWE Hall of Fame where she belongs. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that's yeah, sad. That is. Yeah. it 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 sucks because I I I was a big fan of of woman. You know I was a big fan of what she did with Flair what she did as the as the fallen angel with Kevin Sullivan what she did in ECW when she managed the Sandman you know i was a, a woman was fantastic as a valet and she was she wasn't Elizabeth she was that hot bitch of a valet
0: oh yeah she was she was like uh, sherry martell but good looking but,
1: but well
0: it, okay i'll give you that one
1: yeah <laughs> she was sherry martell but good looking yeah you know uh and Nancy's contributions to the wrestling business can't be discounted. No, you know they shouldn't be either. No, they shouldn't be. But unfortunately, the stain, yeah, is there. You know, and it's the same thing with Daniel Benoit. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's not Daniel. It was David. It was his oldest son? I I believe Daniel was the one that Chris murdered. Mm-hmm. His oldest son was uh, David. And like I said, David wanted to become a wrestler. Never going to happen. No promotion will touch him. No, that's... Ugh. I mean, you got the the tragedy of Brian Pillman, okay? You know, all the... Uh, Pro- Pillman dying of an overdose, mm-hmm. okay? His son currently wrestles for AEW. Brian Pillman Jr. Well, yeah, I mean, there are, there are tons of...
0: Legacies out there. Yeah. You know, of, uh, you know, ones that, you know. But, yeah, Benoit was, I think because it was so high profile, too. It, it, and horrific. I mean, yeah, he was, I mean, and considering that they, and I'm not, I mean, the, the WWE had a whole, whole storyline and just put the brakes on yeah. for this memorial service. And 24 hours later, they, you know, I mean, everything went, just.
1: They found out the truth. Yeah. Of the. But matter. by
0: then, like everything had gone off the rails. Oh, yeah.
1: And then, you, you know, know, and Vince did the right thing by, you know. He the next night after the tribute show, he came on to ECW because at the time, ECW, the ECW was still a thing on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. He came on to the ECW program and said, other than right now. This is the last time you will hear Chris Benoit's name, you know, because uh, he had explained. You know, we did a tribute last night to Chris Benoit, and in in the twenty four hours that have passed, we found out what went on, right? Yeah. In in so many words, and that was the last time you heard Chris Benoit's name ever mentioned on WWF TV mm. or live uh, in a live fashion, yeah. anyway. And I completely respect that. I completely understand it, you know. I, the, what pissed me off in the aftermath more than anything of the way that the media handled it was you had vultures like Nancy Grace. Oh, yeah. you know. And I tried to call into Nancy Grace's show. Oh, oh yeah. Her, I couldn't get past her screeners. Couldn't get past her screeners because my first que- uh Nancy Grace show, where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Eric. I'm in Pennsylvania. And uh, I want to know where you're getting your statistics from. Mm. Whose asshole did you pull them out of? Yep. Yeah. So obviously I didn't get on, but yeah, Nancy Grace was the worst one for that. You know, she she profited more than anybody. Oh yeah. Off of off of the Benoit deaths, and it, it it's reprehensible. It is. Mm. It, you know, it, it's it's a fucking tragedy. But dark side of the ring. Did uh, their season two Premiere was a two part Premiere and it was The Chris Benoit episodes The first episode Dealt with Chris's career And leading up To A little bit before The night in question Mm -hmm. And it delves Really deep into His relationship with Eddie Guerrero And how Hard Eddie's death hit him Okay, like Eddie, or he would write letters to Eddie in a journal. Chris was had taken, or Nancy gave him a journal, Mm. you know, as a way to cope with not having Eddie. So he would he would write Eddie's write letters to Eddie. He would go him and Nancy would go over to the Guerrero house, to you know, to Vicky's house, and Chris would go into Eddie's gym, just sit down on a bench and ball. You know that's that's what Eddie meant to Chris, and that you know the grief of losing his best friend. And I don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to excuse anything that happened on those uh, right. over that weekend. But the grief of losing his best friend, his marriage being on the rocks. Okay, his marriage was was in pretty rough shape at the mm. time. He had been drinking. And he had been taking massive amounts of steroids for a lot of years. Okay? You take all of that and then come to find out he's got the brain of a, of someone with advanced Alzheimer's. Because mm-hmm. uh, Chris Nowinski had to retire from pro wrestling because of concussions. And he founded the... The concussion legacy institute or some shit Right yeah Uh, and they study CTE and he Contacted Chris Benoit's father And got his father to Agree to donate Chris's brain To be Analyzed you know to be looked at Mm -hmm. And Chris Benoit had The brain of an 80 plus Year old man with advanced Alzheimer's disease And he was 40 years old Mm. From repeated head Trauma yeah. Okay. So you couple in all of those factors. Okay? You couple in the head trauma and the CTE. You couple in the crippling grief. And by all accounts, it was fucking crippling. The bad marriage. You know, he Chris was basically there just, you know, for his son. Cuz him and Nancy were about were mm-hmm. all but done. The fact that he had been drinking, he was a, you know, massive steroid user. All these things, you couple them together and you get what happened, you know, Mm -hmm. and there's uh, there's no excusing it. And there's only one person that night who made the choice to die. And that was him. He fucking murdered in cold blood his wife and Mm -hmm. his eight year old son. And I can never watch a Benoit match because of it.
0: No, I don't think I've even I don't think I've watched one since, but I and I'm I've not I wasn't a Benoit fan. I was. You know, yeah. I you know of all the I guess the radicals Yeah Guerrero was the only one that I actually liked. Saturn you know I never cared for Saturn, Malenko, you know, or or even uh Benoit. I you know <laughs> and as strange as it sounds, those were WCW guys, and I was kind of trained not to like them, right? You know, yeah. And but Guerrero won my respect for how great he was in what he did. Oh yeah, but I never, I never gave that same. Uh, I never, I never got on with the rest of them. See, I, I, yeah, I, I did,
1: I- but I wasn't. I I wasn't one of the ones who, oh, you know, WCW is evil and they suck. Yeah, I I. I was brainwashed at one point. Oh, yeah. And you're you're not alone in that. You are not alone in that. But I watched both. Yeah. You know, and I was, I knew of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn because I was a huge ECW fan.
0: Perry Saturn, I did know from ECW.
1: Yep. With the Eliminators. Yeah.
0: Which was strange because then. I mean, it's almost seemed like the WWE hated him. He pissed people off. Yeah, it's like they put him with a mop. Well,
1: that was... And it was like... (laughs) That was punishment. Yeah, but it
0: was like by the time you get to that point, it's like I I wish they would punish people, just take them off TV. Don't be dumb with them.
1: Well, a lot of times what happened was if if they were mad at you, they would send the APA to kick the shit out of you. (laughs) That was one of them. You know, they would send the APA to kick the shit out of you. And that happened to several tag teams, most notably the public enemy. Oh yeah, I remember that. The public enemy.
0: Yep. They
1: mm. but Saturn what what got Saturn in the doghouse was he hurt a job guy. Mm. Okay. He was working a uh, an enhancement match on like heat or something, and the kid missed a spot. And Saturn beat the brakes off this poor dude. Mm-hmm. You know what happened a week later? Mm. He had a match with Bradshaw.
0: I want to know, and I'll probably never get this answer because I'm not about to ask him, although I've had plenty of opportunity. I want to know what Snitsky did to piss people off to give him the foot fetish. I don't know. I I don't know. Because of all accounts, he was supposed to take Kane's place. And he was supposed to be the the new big machine. Yep, the new big guy. And then Kane decided, nope, I'm going to beat you up. And then they give him a foot fetish. <laughs> and I was like, that, I mean, and I'm pretty sure I've seen interviews with him. He don't talk about it.
1: Yeah, well, but. well, that then that could go one of two ways. Yeah. Either he really hated it or it hits too close to home. It's,
0: I don't know. Like, everything I've seen of him seems like he's not the type to get overly... I think he was he was on TV. He wasn't going to ruin that. He's like, I'll take my punishment, you know. I'll do the foot thing, but then it's like he never got out of it. came beat the shit out of him, and he's gone. Yeah, because he still uses the baby gimmick. Yeah,
1: which is, ugh, just stop. Well, when we saw him up at Palmerton, yes, he's there with the baby, and the fucker's there with a replica WCW title too. Yeah. It's like Snitsky, you were never the world champion, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he didn't get within sniffing distance of a world title.
0: <laughs> Not unless it was on somebody's foot.
1: Uh, yeah, well, I was about to say unless it was on Lee's <laughs> feet.
0: Yeah, yeah i i i would I would love to know what happened there. I mean, those stories always intrigue me. Like what what did you do? What did did you? I mean, who did you have set in a locker room? You must have. You must have. And it could be as simple as sitting. In front of somebody's locker, I've heard I've heard the rib stories with some people. Oh, yeah. Who it was as simple as, there was um, a great story, and I love this one, that um, this guy would come in, and he never had arm tape. And he was constantly borrowing arm tape from everybody. Yeah. And one day, the junkyard dog just got so sick of it, he took, like, Vizine and put it in the guy's drink,
1: <laughs> which
0: which is a diuretic. Yeah, and the the guy ended up on the toilet for most of the night. Nice. That's just for borrowing arm tape. Oh yeah, you know. Well, I mean, like,
1: there there's stories out there of of some of the ribs, like guys like like uh, the British bulldogs, especially Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid was a notorious ribber, but he was fucking mean. <laughs> His ribs were not fun and innocent. Dynamite Kid was a prick, <laughs> but then you got guys like Owen Hart was a notorious. Ribber. Oh, I've heard so many great stories about the stuff he pulled. But Owen, Owen's ribs were never—they never hurt anybody. Okay, Owen's ribs never hurt anybody. Mister Perfect was a notorious ribber. what what Perfect would do is he would like put a padlock on your bag, you know, <laughs> and leave with the key. Cut one of the pant, let one of the legs off your pants. Shit like that, okay? Fuji, Mr. Fuji, was another mean ribber. His shit was not fun. You know, X-Pac. There's a story out there of... Sonny had heat in the locker room. Go figure. Yeah. Uh, Sonny had heat in the locker room. There's a story... There's stories out there of people shitting in her bag. Oh, I've heard those stories, yep. X-Pac shitting in her lunch... Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's a difference between ribbing and yeah. that's taken it a little far. I'll tell you one,
0: the footage that I would have loved to have seen. All these stories about Owen Hart says that he was amazing impressionist. Yeah, that he could impersonate everybody on the roster pretty much. Yeah, and he would do the call the room service and just have all sorts of stupid things like delivered to the rooms. Oh,
1: yeah. I would love to have heard his impressions of these wrestlers. Well, he did it to his own dad. <laughs> he did it to his own dad. He called his dad's room uh, and uh, like he was an old-time wrestler. And Stu was, "Hey, you son of a bitch, you should have tried me when you had the chance. Come on up here now." And then <laughs> Owen finally cracked that it was him, you know. "Owen oh, you, you little bastard." Yeah. You know. And I mean, Owen would call other people as Stu. Uh, yeah,
0: I've heard I've heard some great stories all over the place about Owen Hart. I yeah. mean, it, for as much of a prick he was in the ring,
1: he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and everybody loved him. Yeah, you'll never Owen Hart is one guy you will never hear anyone in the wrestling business say a bad thing about. I don't, yeah, well, hell, he broke Steve Austin's neck. Okay, well,
0: Steve Austin'll say some bad stuff about him though. No,
1: yeah, I. I Austin will will say, you know, he made a mistake that night, but I loved him. It, 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 I'm not I, I, I know saying, that. I've heard Austin say he'll, he would never work a program with Owen again. Oh yeah, but he <laughs> said, you know, I won't work with him again. But I I love the guy. You know, and you you see a ton of that. Everybody, you know, every, Owen was universally loved. You yeah. know. Did Owen do a thing? Owen oh, 316, I just broke your yep. neck. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And he didn't want to do it. It uh, was kind of foisted on him. Uh, you know, he didn't want to do it because he felt, he, you know, obviously he felt bad about it. Because you never want to hurt the guy you're working no, with. No, no.
0: There's there's few, few cases that they do, but. Unless you're New Jack.
1: Yeah. Or Vader. Well, Vader <laughs> never wanted to hurt anybody either. But <laughs> Well, maybe open a fist once in a while. It's like. Well, I mean, Vader (laughs) clubbed the shit out of you. Yeah. But he never intentionally went out there to hurt somebody. Like, when he broke the job guy's back, when he broke Joe Thurman's back, that was a fucking complete accident. Mm. Vader didn't want to hurt him. Vader cried over that, because Leon was a big baby. Mm. Everyone who knows Vader will tell you, everyone who knew Vader will tell you he he was just a big baby, okay? When he broke... The, the, the job guy's back He felt terrible about it When Mick lost his ear over in Germany Vader felt terrible about it You know And Leon never went out to hurt anybody You know New Jack went out to fucking hurt people
0: Oh yeah yeah He
1: well He, hell, he definitely went out
0: to hurt well, people Well he
1: stabbed a dude 17 times during a match yeah. he, he tried to kill Vic Grimes Throwing him off a scaffold
0: that's one that
1: um, Kingston,
0: Eddie, Eddie
1: Kingston. Yeah. He always
0: reminds me of a new coming, of new Jack. He just he seriously he, I I don't know. I can't tell what's an act and what isn't, but he seems like the type that would punch a fan
1: right in the mouth if he put up a sign against him. Yeah. Eddie Kingston. I believe Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I believe Eddie Kingston, you know, new Jack. It was a different mm. breed altogether. And I think if New Jack would have never gone to ECW, we would have never gotten the New Jack that we got. Because mm. he was bad in Smoky Mountain and controversial in Smoky Mountain, but nothing to the level of what he what he became in ECW and yeah. later. Because Paul didn't filter him at all. Mm. Whereas in Smoky Mountain, Cornette filtered him. You know? I mean, Cornette's on promos, Cornette's Direction to New Jack was go out and piss off white people, (laughs) you know, and New Jack did it. But New Jack worked semi safe. Yeah. You know, but now when you get the ECW and Paulie is is encouraging you to take trash cans and shopping carts full of weapons to the ring. Oh, yeah. And staple people's heads and whatnot. You know, a guy like New Jack's going to get
0: ECW. I mean, was. You can't. You, sometimes you look back. I can't believe they got away with what they did. I know, and especially the people coming to the shows. Yeah, when it's like, and and how many? How many poor mothers were going through their kitchens the next day? Where's my cheese grater? Where's my frying pan? What? Where, where's the iron?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, and, and, oh, oh, wait, hang on. Dreamer, Dreamer used that last yeah, night. It's like... You know, I mean, a promotion that promotes bring your own weapons nights. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love DCW as much as anybody else. <laughs> I love DCW, but it was a little bit much at times.
0: I say it was just I I'm not going to deny that. I mean, there's a part of me that went, went feral when the the violence hit. Yeah. You know. And that was just really just out there when I would go to Jim Thorpe. Yeah, but it was like you you can't you can't get on a plane with a drink of water now,
1: but you can get an arena full of people with (laughs) with, with heavy weaponry. Right. That's like right. Yeah. uh, Okay. Hang on. I'm taking I'm taking two keyboards, a cheese grater, a frying pan, and a stop sign with me. Where are you going? I'm going to a wrestling show.
0: Where did you get the stop sign? Doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, don't ask questions. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man. Um, Well, we've gone an hour and a half plus. Yep. No surprise there. No, none at all. I could talk wrestling all day. Yep. (laughs) I was sure you were going to do a half and
0: half and we were going to give one topic like a halftime, but there's plenty more in the bucket.
1: Oh, yeah. There's plenty of of, uh, dips in the bucket. All right, gang. Uh, Um,
0: Almost a year in the bucket. Man, I'll tell you what.
1: We're going to... Speaking of dips, we're going to dip for the week. Um, Don't forget... uh, No, that's a dab, not a dip. Sorry. Don't forget, wrestling fans, this is WrestleMania week uh, starting tomorrow night on Peacock with the WWE Hall of Fame. Two nights of NXT TakeOver, two nights of WrestleMania. It's going to be one hell of a weekend. Um Enjoy. I hope so. I hope
0: Sheamus is in with who? Sheamus and Riddle. That's right. I knew it was somebody. That that's the one I'm probably looking forward to.
1: That's going to be a good match. Sheamus and Riddle are going to beat the snot out of each because, other.
0: Well, they're two definitely different styles, but both horses. You know, definitely two different styles. Two extremely white people.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, Riddle not. Not as much as Sheamus. Sheamus has the complexion of mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Riddle's there too, though.
1: Riddle's kind of light, but yeah, I, that's going to be a really good match. That's one I'm looking forward to. But like I said earlier in the show, the one I think I'm looking forward to most is Adam Cole versus mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly. I think that's going to be an absolute war. I think that's going to be that's going to steal the weekend. Well, I'm probably not going to watch Takeover, dude. Why if if, if you're going to watch one or the other, watch TakeOver. It's going to be better than Mania. I'll guarantee it.
0: I don't know. I I, I don't know what I'm going to watch if I'm going to watch. I don't know what I'm going to do when I get
1: home in a few minutes. You're going to watch TakeOver, damn it. It's Monday. Yeah, well, you got to Wednesday. <laughs> All right. So, WrestleMania week. Enjoy some wrestling. Enjoy your uh, Enjoy your family and your friends. Enjoy each other. Be cool to each other. Until next week, I'm Eric. I'm Bill. See you later.